The following podcast contains language that some may find offensive, concepts that some may find unsettling, and advice that some may find uncomfortable. It regularly contains ideas that have been described as questionable, outrageous, even immoral. Children should be shielded from its influence, and adults should proceed with caution. If you are still inclined to listen, be advised that nobody's nose makes no claim that you will emerge unaffected. You have been warned. As gnomes sure are hairy, where do their leg hairs start and pubic end? I don't know. I have a couple of them for friends. Did you smoke the stuff that she said was going to make you act this way? <laughs> yeah. I forgot what it was called, but yeah. So we... Okay, so we might as well just start with that, because okay. we stopped at a place called Grass and Glass. Wait, on the Dave, way here aren't today. you supposed to say who you are? No, we're just coming in with this. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Thank God you didn't say as the kids say. Is that what the kids say? Well, I wanted to just, no, it's not. I just wanted to start with why you were acting the way you were just acting, singing that song. This is how I usually act, isn't it? Well, I cut most of it out, but that's not the point. Oh, the songs me. don't really, songs don't really work. Is a thing. Was I not? Why I wasn't singing in tune? I don't know. I people don't tune into podcasts to listen to songs. Anyone who just listened to the uh, uh, solo bolo trollo on Comedy Bang Bang, the newest episode, knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's okay if you don't understand what, what I'm talking the about, fuck Matt. Fuck, are you talking about people who listen to com- Comedy Bang Bang? Comedy Bang Bang is a podcast that I listen to. It's a it's a good comedy podcast, but they do one called Solo Bolo. And uh, the guy just come one guy comes on and does the podcast with Scott Ackerman. And they did Solo Bolo Trollo, which was the third episode where they did just the two of them on the show. And they spent most of the episodes singing. And it was torture to listen to. I, I listened to it because I'll always listen to Comedy Bang Bang. But it was, yeah, it was torturous. And it made me think the whole time, oh, this is why I cut out all the singing on the Token Asian. Oh, jeez. Not all of it, but I do cut a good deal. For people who listen to the Token Asian, just imagine that a lot of the recording session is Matt singing. Bullshit, dude. I don't sing that much. Well, I just want to give people the idea of what it's like to be here. Brown eyes, soon I'll be parting her big old buns. Okay. Brown eyes, I hope she doesn't get the runs. This is the Token Asian. <laughs> the thing I was asking you is, did you smoke that stuff that we got at the marijuana superstore? Because oh. that's actually where we were at. Wait, we were at a place called Grass and Glass that calls itself oh. a marijuana superstore. I just know it as grass because that's what it says on the outside of the building. It says grass on the outside of the building. I took a shot of it. I'll and try to put all. a picture that's up. All. I went to their website and checked it out. Their informative website. They either called themselves a, a marijuana superstore or a marijuana megastore. I think it was superstore. Is there a difference, Dave? There may be. What What's the difference between a superstore and a megastore? Well, superstore would mean that it's super. Mega would mean mega, I would assume. 
Yeah, those are the different words those but, things start with. But, but what makes... Well, what's the definition of Mega? What's the definition of Super Super? It's like Superman and Mega Man. Mega Man's super small, though. Oh, boy. Isn't he? Like the video game Mega Man? That's the irony. He's kind of a small guy, isn't he? So here's what happened at the store. We went in. It was our second time. Matt wanted to check out what a recreational marijuana store was like. I wanted to see what it was like. We had different reasons for being there. Matt was thinking about making a purchase. I was thinking about looking around and seeing what the deal is. The person behind the counter, very helpful. Matt asked what would be a good product to buy if I was going to go record a podcast, and she knew exactly what to recommend. What did she say? She said try. Uh, she showed me a couple of different strains. And she said they would do what? She said there were two different things they would do. She said this one will make you talkative, and this one over here will make your rectum scream. She didn't say that second part, actually. No. So rectum scream was code for being creative, I believe. Yeah. She said being creative. Yeah, she said being creative. She didn't have. She didn't talk about the rectum at all. I was impressed right off the bat that when you said, we're going to go record a podcast, what should I get? She didn't look at you. She didn't cock her head to the side and go, podcast? She went, oh, yeah, this. Just well, boom. Well, she knew, knew her she, shit. Yeah, she knew her shit. She knew her shit because she probably smokes her shit. Not literally, not like partakes in the smoking of her own bowel movements. I meant like shit as slang for weed. I think, yeah, I, I think that's well, that's legit. You told me I need to be more clear. You need to be clear about what you mean? Yeah. So that was me being clear. We went. I, I was impressed with this place, so I thought we would talk about them. Uh, it's a place, like Matt said, the sign just says "grass" on the outside, but it's called Grass and Glass. They're basically at fifteenth and one hundred and forty fifth in Seattle. So they are for oh, and they sell like what's nice is they, if you're like into shit weed, they sell like like not shit weed, but they sell less strong weed. For people that don't want to spend a lot of money as well. This was one of the questions I asked when we went in the first time, because I'm not purchasing anything. I'm more just getting information. And I remember back to when I was in high school, when people would buy a gram of marijuana, when my high school friends would buy a gram of marijuana, it cost $10. And I remember the uproar when it started costing people $15. So I went in there and saw that there were $15 grams of marijuana for sale and I made the comment like oh this is the same price essentially as when I was in high school actually it cost ten dollars when I was in high school and she said oh we have ten dollar grams and then she said we have eight dollar grams they sell out immediately when we get them though which is fine with me because I like the strong gnarly just crickety chronic anyway well and you and she actually said yes we have those and they sell out fast but still most people buy the more expensive stuff because they want the quality yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to impress some girl at the middle school dance. <laughs> but see, I thought that was interesting that it, she and she even said that the price had come down massively with there being um, now that the because she said there'd been a bit of a tax cut. And she said that um, there were more providers, there were more distributors of the product. So the price has come down to cheaper, actually, in some cases than the prices of marijuana illegally in the 1980s. Which is, I think, very interesting, just from an economic well, standpoint. Well, it's doing the impossible. It's actually making the inflation go down. In weed world, inflation has went down and not up, like it's gone everywhere else. In weed world? Yeah. Inflation is going down. That's good. That, that, well, that's good for weed smokers. It's good for everybody. I mean, there's massive taxes coming in on it. 
the place is is um i suppose it's like a liquor store you you have to be 21 to get in they card you there's a guard you get your thing and you leave it's a lot cleaner than liquor stores because uh weed doesn't make you throw up oh well you're not supposed to i guess you could go and hide you can't consume the product in the store you can't open it and consume it in the store i read that right very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of impressed with the, the professionalism of the place, and I, I was interested in the uh, the economics of it, and then you bought some. Yeah, I was 100% hippie-free, so at least when we went in there. So that was nice. Nothing against hippies. Now, you bought the stuff that she said would make you talkative. Yeah. And then you sat down and started singing. Well, she didn't say it would make me sing. No, I know. I might have to have a word with her if we drop back in. Yeah, I know. So, next time I'll say, just don't give him the stuff that makes him sing more. Wow, that's cold. It's it. You know, I think I have some sweet pipes, and I don't mean just the ones I smoke. That aren't ting. <laughs> so this is our Deadpool episode. Actually, that's uh, that's what we're gonna talk about today. This is where are we do- gonna talk about the whole time? Because I thought it was good. I just don't know if I have the a real huge opinion of it. Like it didn't. I liked it. There wasn't anything that bugged me. But what we're doing away with our standard segments today to specifically talk about Deadpool and <laughs> other related things. I'm sorry I'm laughing. I just thought standard segments was funny. I don't know. That we have, well, we have things we do on the show generally. Uh, for some reason, I thought of a dick, like a seg, because I just drew a mechanical a dick. Segmented a segmented penis? Yeah, like a centipenis. Well, have you drawn that yet? In my head. <laughs> just I, now. <laughs> you may, we may need a photo of that by the next episode. Okay. So would you like a boss relief or maybe a sculpture? You want to make a centipenis sculpture. I think people would appreciate that. All right, I'll see how much composite clay stuff I have. It might not be enough for the full Monty, but I could at least get a, what do you call it? What is it when you just get the head? Just the tip? Not the tip. A bust. I, I, I could make a bust of it. A bust of the penis. How ironic, huh? Well, that's... That... No, with a centipenis, it would be important to see the segments. It would be important to see the body. So you just you don't want just the head. You want the whole, the whole well, shaft. See, you, you just went from making a centipenis to just putting a big dick head on like a mounted thing on the wall. Yeah, but I mean, it, it would have like jaws and stuff like a centipede. You know what I think you should do? I think you should make... But I see your point. It would just look like a real large centipede head. I think you should make a, a new kind of jackalope. Which is basically just a dick with um, deer horns coming off the head. <laughs> call it a sackalope? You could call it a sackalope. Somehow I think jackalope still kind of works. Yeah, it would entail that you jacked off the animal, but still that's, I don't know. So a sackalope has nuts and, uh, and also has antlers? Yeah, it's, right. it's basically a nut sack with antlers on it. it like, <laughs> that's a weird fucking animal if you think about it. That's like kind of getting toward aliens like do you think anyone would buy that like if you got a like a scrotum and then put ant like a cow scrotum and put antlers on it they'd go oh shit that's like no that's like a new species like a chupacabra no like there are people who think jackalopes are real yeah but they all drink moonshine no one would believe a sackalope was a real thing that's just comedy well no i mean you don't know that i mean people believe weird shit I strongly suspect it, mainly Sacalope? because here's the thing. Well, about I I strongly suspect that sackalopes actually exist in the wild. Touche, I guess. But here's here's what I'm Duché. saying. Touche, touche. 
Here's what I'm saying about this is that the reason why a jackalope, but people who believe it's real is because the jackrabbit is a real animal. There aren't oh, large scrotums douche. <laughs> roaming around the, the plains. It, they're nocturnal. You just don't see them because they're, they're not very tall. They're nocturnal. Yeah, they're, they're not very tall either. So you could easily like not see them. They could be right under your feet, but if they are good at dodging things, then... But if you just see the horns on the, the horned ones, on the males... You right. You see those above the grass. So, well, so yeah. So the females are literally invisible. So they're like varmints, but they're you just you know they they just kind of pop up. I don't know if they're varmints. It's a little that's a little harsh, Dave. You're comparing them to rats. They're I I would think they're more marsupials. You know they got pouches. So you have a number of tasks. It seems now on your plate. You have to make a sackalope. Sackalope. And which, the, which, which the dick so, centipede somehow got involved in me doing I don't know amateur taxidermy on yeah. on a cow's nutsack and what and antlers. I think that we would settle for just an artistic rendition. No, Dave. I mean, I presented it as fact. I got to make it. Yeah, I was just saying you could draw it or you could sculpt it. Yeah, but aren't we trying to convince the world that the sackalope exists? Yes. Anyway, Deadpool. <laughs> Let's talk about Deadpool. The movie? Yeah, no. Well, we can. That's the thing. We can talk about the movie. We will talk about the movie, but we can also talk about Deadpool. But the ta- uh, there was a takeaway that I had from it before the movie even started. How would a sackalope eat? They don't have mouth. That's exactly it. It's a fictional character. So I gotta figure. I gotta figure this one out. Like osmosis. How, how do they eat? Osmosis. What they rub against food? Oh no, osmosis is yeah. Osmosis isn't that through a membrane? Like they pull nutrients from the atmosphere. Oh, so like it kind of like a reverse fart. We walk in <laughs> to watch Deadpool. We get there just in time for the trailers. Not the comic book, the movie. The, yeah, the movie, absolutely. The movie that people have been seeing. It's, it's been a big deal. It set records for a rated R film. It was a they're, they're saying it's the first rated R superhero film. It's not entirely true, but it's the, of the modern ones. It is okay. the first rated R Marvel. Superhero I want to get this out of the way mm-hmm. because I don't want to forget this part. Ryan Reynolds is really good in this. He's really and, good in it. And, and, and you know what? That's just not right. Why can they have people that exist that are talented, ha- have, have a good sense of humor, and are hot? It's the Channing Tatum problem. Well, fuck that. I mean, what factory, gene pool-like place are they manufacturing these people? I mean, he did a good job, and, and you could tell that he knew the material. And, like, that alone pisses me off. It like, makes you like, mad because he already has enough benefits in life, well, yeah, and now he's taking your funny. Well, no, because good-looking good people shouldn't be able to appreciate the finer things in life. They should just drive around in their red cars and, and, and get call girls and, all, you know, what they usually do. Wait, they don't have to get call girls. That's the point, right? Yeah, it kind of makes that whole Charlie Sheen thing weird. Well, that's what that's what you have to do when you have AIDS. Okay, okay. He was he was married to Scarlett Johansson. All right. So I pulled up. You had a question earlier. You thought that Ryan Reynolds was married to Scarlett Johansson at one point. Let's find out. While we search, I'll be pausing. I can already tell by your laugh. I'm gonna get pissed. Okay, we're back. Uh, here's the here's the deets, Matt. He, he left on he, his uh, romantic okay. life, and I want you to I, wait, wait, wait. You didn't hear the part where Dave goes. <laughs> Whenever you hear that, 
you know that, that day has some bad news and when i t you think that's what i sound like not quite like that that's only when you jerk but i mean more or less all right here's maybe less you know <laughs> was that it is that the laugh you're talking about yeah as here usual. is ryan reynolds personal life according to wikipedia this is a, <laughs> so a, it's true an interesting well we got the information on him okay in 2002 ryan reynolds began dating canadian singer alanis morissette yeah that, that doesn't make me too angry they were engaged for three years Ah. And then they ended it. Soon after that relationship ended, probably completely unrelated, he began dating Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those two never crossed over. They got married in September of 2008. In December of 2010, they announced that they were getting divorced. No. They announced they had separated, and then they got divorced like a couple weeks later. Like, what could it have been? Like, other than... An exploding penis. I can't think of any reason why you'd want to dump either of them. Okay, so we're basing that just on looks. We don't know what these people are actually like. We don't know if they're just a complete nightmare personal, you know. Dude, yeah. did you hear the amount of, like, butthole jokes in Deadpool? Yeah. I mean... So he made a lot of good we jokes. Could, we could hang. You would think, because he he's an actor and he can do his job well. He oh, actually so, comes across as pretty funny. He comes across as someone I think that you would probably like, but you're assuming that the acting... I mean, oh, so he could be like a like really be into classical music and shit and think that oh, egads, get this Oriental away from me, kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, and who knows? Uh, there is something to mention here. He then married Blake Lively, who he starred with in The Green Lantern, but he <laughs> met her in early 2010. Dun dun dun. Right, and so his divorce. His divorce was at the end of 2010. So it could very well be that he was stepping out on Scarlett Johansson with Blake Lively. Now, that's the kind of guy. He's funny. He looks like that. He's already got Scarlett Johansson. He's had that for over a year, probably actually since while he was with Alanis Morissette. So then he's now he's got this other chick. I mean, that could be the kind of thinking and reasoning and, and action that a guy like that Blake does. Who the Blake Lively? I thought that was a guy. Well, Matt, there's a tiny little picture here, but I think you should be able to see the cleavage from where you are. Hold on. Yeah, I don't know. Like, she's squeezing up against a desk. I mean, you can make A-cups look big doing that. The point is, he married her, and they've been together since, and they have a daughter, and... I just... Okay, now I can't relate to him. I can't... I can't understand someone going, you know what? This Scarlett Johansson pussy's getting really old. I need to find something new. But Scarlett you, Johansson is so boring. But we, but you have bought into the idea of her. We don't know what she's actually like. Oh, she might have a dick? It's important to me to think that she's amazing in every way. But that's maybe not the case. But she has a dick, is what you're trying to say. No, I don't think it has anything to do with that. Well, she has a dick, but does a tuck. Hey, Matt, question. Scarlett Johansson looks and acts exactly the way you see her and you have seen her act, Okay. That's what her body looks like. That's how she sounds. But she does have a dick. Does that stop you? Is it bigger than mine? Because, you know, that I could see that being a problem. The only problem was you would feel uh, you, you would you would be upset if it was bigger than yours. Her, her breasts are larger than yours. Yeah. I, I, see, that's She's taller than you. So I am going to say that probably this imaginary Scarlett Johansson penis is larger than yours. Wait, she's taller than me? Don't you think she is? I don't know. See, like, I'm not really into dating women that are taller than me. It has nothing to do with, like, 
power or whatever the All fuck right. psychologists so talk about. So let's say you're one inch it, taller it, it's than It's basically, her. let me give my reason. My reason <laughs> is because I saw a picture of me and this girl that I was dating who was taller than me, and I swear to fucking God it looked like a little Asian pimp and a big tall blonde hooker. <laughs> and that's not really what I want, the message I want to give to the kids, you know. Right. All right, well, we're going to find out right now how tall she is. But here's the thing. I'd like to, what I like about this is I know, that we're, your, we're your all the problem, same height horizontal. I know. Your I know. problem is not that she had the penis. It was the size of the penis. So, so assuming it were smaller or matched whatever you were looking for, you're down to go with all the rest of that. Dude, that is I, what you like. Dude, I was just kidding. No, I, I appreciate that about you. I think that honestly, a lot of people would answer the way you just did. What? If she had a dick only? They'd figure out how to get over it. Well, see, I wouldn't get over it if it was bigger than mine. You do have a little bit different take than I think a lot of other people. I I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Dude, look, it looks like she's having an orgasm in that photo. You don't think that's just how she looks? Dude, that's a full-on O-mouth if I've ever seen one. <laughs> um, her height is not listed on the uh, on her... Her uh, depth. Is not listed. That is terrible. Well, I didn't mean her vagina. You meant her, her intelligence. No, I meant her, her chest. I just wrote... When do the, I not mean vagina? Dude, I think you're good. She's five foot three. Oh, shit. She's made for a yellow brother. She is the same height as Natalie Portman. Oh, uh, dude, don't... Send my mind in that direction. It's there. Do you want me to bust one out right here in the studio? <laughs> what, a song? Yes, Dave. If a song means splooge. So. White gold. Testicle tea. We went inside Deadpool. I realize that you have an issue with the fact that he's good looking and talented and was with and left Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. So, yeah. That's irritating. Okay, that's irritating. I can't relate to leaving that. That's fine, but he was there to entertain us. That was so he I think he did a good job as Deadpool. I enjoyed the movie. But oh, let's, no, yeah, me too. Let's talk about before the movie. Before the movie, there were a series of trailers for other films. Now, we went and saw Star Wars The Force Awakens and we did an episode about it. And we saw standard fare, like action, sci-fi type, fantasy type trailers that they would put with a movie like Star Wars. This was a comedy that was rated R. So we saw upcoming comedies. That was a comedy that we saw? Kind of. Action yeah. comedy. You're talking about Deadpool's kind of a comedy. It's a little dark. A little dark to be a comedy, Dave. But specifically, we saw a trailer for a movie called Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Oh, man. Who were those chicks in that movie? Holy fuck. <laughs> and Dude, those were two. I don't. They must be really good actors or they're really that fucked up. Because, like, that. I know people like that. Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick. Are they quality from, actresses? Are they from Bellingham? Because like, <laughs> that's the first thing that came into my mind, especially when they start talking. A few seconds into this trailer, I'm looking at Matt and just trying to gauge his reaction because essentially this movie stars it stars Zach Efron, Adam Devine, Adam Devine, the Zach Efron thing, whatever. But Adam Devine is one of the guys on a television show on Comedy Central called Workaholics, which is insane. Matt, it's like as if you had made a TV show. If you grew up and made a TV show, it might look a little like Workaholics. If I grew up. That can either mean if during the time that you did grow up, you made a television show or if from now you grow up and make a television show, whatever, however you want to say it. All right, fine, fucker. <laughs> what, 
neither one is supposed to be an insult. This whole trailer looks like just pure insanity the way you would make a movie if you were making a comedy. And it, you should be doing that. It was scary, though, because, like, I went to high school with those girls. Right. I mean, granted, I stayed away from them and, like, walked down a different hall mm-hmm. if I saw them walking up the hallway. But, you know, I did go to high school. On watching that trailer, I have to see that movie. It, I think it looks hilarious. And I think it's... I, But I think that it could be more than that. I think that if movies like that can get made... Now, these people are all really established people who've done a lot of comedy and who've done Where a lot of things. Where did those girls come from? They've been in a bunch of stuff. Really? Anna Kendrick and... and well, uh... Aubrey Plaza was on that show Parks and Recreation for years, and I, she's I been never in a bunch of good it. movies. You dig her. She's a very, very cool chick. So, yes, they're all established, and they're all making their, you know, well, they're all possibly making their good movies at this point. I don't know. Those two chicks scared me. Right, but that would be fun to watch. Yeah. So you, this is what I'm saying, Matt. You need to be making stuff. You need to be writing scripts. You need to be working on a movie. I want to work on a movie script with you. Well, we haven't done this about for many years, but we used to work together on stuff. Mm-hmm. What about Coxzilla? No, I don't I don't think that like an action animation penis-based monster film is really what we want to do. It's, I think we it's need not to just penis, go we it's a to... vagina too. And the vagina flies. Yes, by flapping. Of course. It's it was the only answer. So the, the the question is, and it and it drops grenades that are like fetuses. Call them baby bombs. <laughs> what is that gross? Nope. Hmm. Okay. You can have a hard enough time with uh... hard enough. <laughs> oh God! All right. Hey, Deadpool. So after the trailers, we we started watching Deadpool the movie. Yeah. T- what what did you think of Deadpool? It was cool. <laughs> I liked it. I mean. Were you surprised at the level of violence in it? Yeah, uh, but, I mean, it wasn't any more violent than Mortal Kombat X. You're hitting on something here that I think is I think is relevant to the conversation about Deadpool. And well, how that's a change. No, it, it's not. Like, we're, okay, so that's question one. Now, question two. Were you surprised about the sexual content in Deadpool? No, they didn't show any PT. <laughs> there was no penetration, was there? And you've now hit on... Section two. Like I know there two. there needs to be more penetration in R-rated films. No, I there agree. was uh, suggested penetration. Uh, it's either PT or no PT. There's no in between. This ain't this ain't Fifty Shades of Grey, Dave. So here we go. The movie being very violent and having quite a bit of sexual content still was nothing compared to the video games that you play and the pornography that you can easily find. That's essentially the deal. Yes, it's a rated R movie, but all rated R movie is uh, Dave, is essentially a I don't go carefully... out and look for pornography. I just happen upon it. Oh, hey, there's boobs. Let me take a look. Um, this that's not. I, I'm talking about. That's in, a full on lie, by the way. In general, though, I seek out porn like it was water. Anyway, keep going. Do you, do you douse for it? Are you a, like a water witch? I'm a dowser, Dave. I'm a dowser. Is there a special device like some sort of that you use to? That reacts so that you know you found it? Yes, Dave. I use a dildo with two handles. In fact, it's a dildo attached to uh, a thigh master. Oh, you don't hold it in your hands. You hold it between your thighs? Sure, Dave. Okay. Oh, yeah. Deadpool. (laughs) Deadpool. No, but here's the point, though. Yes, for a movie, people are like, a lot of people have said like, oh, it's so violent. And it's so like they didn't hold back on anything. 
yeah, for a movie that you'd see in the theater, it, it is surprising on that level. But every, anybody that plays video games, violent video games, has seen worse in the animation in the video games. And anybody that's been on the internet in the last 15 years has probably run across pornography that was far, far more graphic than the kind of cute sex scenes that they had in Deadpool. Well, I don't know if they were cute. There was, to the movie's credit, there was an entire year of fucking shown in the movie. Was that an entire year? Yeah, it was holidays. It was the holidays throughout the whole year. Oh. And they kept saying, happy this, happy this, marry that to each other. And they went through the whole year. And it was funny. And it was, I mean, it was cute in that well, it's two people who were very, very clearly in love and having a good time. So, and it wasn't like it was graphic, except for maybe when she was doing it with the strap on. Well, yeah. Oh, by the way. I think they call that pegging. You should, you're right. However, we should get this out of the way right now. Spoiler alert. If you're listening to a podcast about a movie, it's we're going to give away everything. There's so yeah. Yeah, he gave the away quite a bit on that scene. The character of Wade Wilson before he's Deadpool definitely does get fucked in the ass by his girlfriend. Which by the way is what Meatloaf wrote about in the song I'll do anything for love but I won't do that. You're saying that's what he wouldn't do. Yeah, he didn't want to take in the ass by the dildo. Okay, Matt. So, you're Meatloaf. And you're I'll do anything you're, you're watching you're watching this movie mm-hmm. and he's watching that guy and he's watching that woman. Do you think he amends his song? Yeah, because he just doesn't want to deal with the pain. But, right, but it's I mean, not like a moral issue. He just doesn't want his anus blown out like a bald tire. So you think that Meatloaf wrote that but if he watched the movie now, like me like so he's alive, right? Meatloaf is alive. I don't know. Is Meatloaf dead? Yeah, because the joke just doesn't have the same resonance if he's dead. Hold on. If he's dead, Dave, it just doesn't quite have that ring. It's, as long as his birthday doesn't have an end date. Thank God Meatloaf's alive. Okay. So Meatloaf. Yeah, because he lost weight. So Marvin he's, he's Lee actually, a day. He's looking so healthier. So he probably went and saw Deadpool. And do you think he was sitting there in that scene and went, oh, maybe I would do that. Does he amend that now? Because After seeing Deadpool? After seeing Deadpool. After seeing that woman. Mm, no, because I, I don't think it had anything to do with the woman. He just didn't like the dildo in his asshole. Like, uh, seriously, like taking a huge ass dildo in your butt is going to be the same whether or not it's, you know, Rebel Wilson or see, Hot Chick. We didn't, we didn't see the size of the dildo in the movie. Well, but you saw it could have been the end of a toothbrush. He was like, <laughs> I mean, he was doing all that shit. It could so have you... been a, it could have been the end of a toothbrush. It could have been, you know. Dave, it was a huge ass dildo. Yeah, you you want to think it was? Okay, so no, Dave, it was. So no, Dave. To give people some background of what goes on here, Wade Wilson is the character that Ryan Reynolds plays, and he's a he's an ex special forces guy that's now a mercenary. And in order to save the cat, because this movie basically does have a lot of that real standard storytelling stuff, we see him basically going after a stalker for a young girl. And he basically scares this young kid who's a stalker almost to death, puts a knife in his face, tells him he'll come back and kill him, blah, 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 because this girl hired him. That's the kind of mercenary he is. He's not murdering corporate targets. He's stopping stalkers for young girls because he's got a soft spot for the ladies. Oh, is that what they're trying to say? Absolutely. That's what they were trying to say. I think he even says it out loud at some point because, you know, he talks to the camera. He's got a soft spot throughout the whole movie. Deadpool is very good to the ladies, actually. I think the film in, in general treats women well, and I think that the I think that Deadpool as a character has a, a pretty good appreciation of, of women. Well, 
Yeah, and you have to do that if you're going to put all that other crap in it because then you need to explain things to the board. <laughs> why, why your movie's so full of titties and blood. I mean, well, he, morally, he's actually quite an upstanding character. Were there a lot of titties in the movie? They go to a strip bar at one point. Nah, so you did see some. Okay, fine. There were some titties. There's maybe not an overabundance of titties, but an adequate abundance of titties. It was an adequate abundance? Mm -hmm. It was a double A. So here's what I'm getting to. After doing his job, he goes back to the bar where other hitmen hang out, other mercs hang out there, other mercenaries, and discovers after a fight in the bar that his only friend in the world, Weasel is the character's name, has bet on him to die in the bar's Deadpool. And if you don't see the name coming for his character in the future in that scene, you're just not paying attention. You're just a dumb fuck. So at that bar that night, he meets a prostitute and they have some witty back and forth and decide that they kind of like the witty back and forth. So he says, I have this much money. Oh, she was a prostitute. I thought she was a stripper. No. Do you remember? He says, I have this much money. How much will that get me? And she says, 43 minutes or something like that. So he says, right on, and he gives them the money, and they leave. Then we think they're about to have sex, because you see it horizontally. You see their fa they're face to face. But then it turns, and it turns out he's taken her to, like, some kind of circus place, and they're playing skee-ball. Oh, right. They're, like, in an arcade so, where you, for tickets. So what's the difference between strippers and hookers, then? Strippers take off their clothes so that you can spend money seeing them naked and not do anything. Yeah, but a lot which of is them a, do stuff. Mm, not officially. Oh, okay, fine. They may, on their own. Hookers, you pay them to have sex with you. So one makes sense and one is just torture, I guess. I don't know. What's the point? Well, apparently there's some kind of point because a lot of people do it. Yeah. There's money and all this stuff. So in the movie, our main character hero buys a hooker at the bar. But then instead of taking her to have sex with her, he goes and plays carnival games with her at the arcade. So do you think this is like a Jesus Mary Magdalene kind of story? Maybe. But the point is this, though. When the date is almost over, because she he's only paid her for 40-something minutes, so but, though the date is over, and he won an expensive prize. And then so the, she says the date's over now, and he says, oh, how much will this buy me? And he shows her the expensive prize, and she says something like three minutes. And then the very next thing you see, like, they're in the alley fucking. For three so, minutes. Well, that's the beginning of the scene that shows them going into an entire year of fucking. So essentially, they, they have this, this witty co conversation at the bar. Then they go play games together. Then he buys sex from her. And then that becomes a relationship. And in the course of this, I bought in completely into their relationship. I liked them as characters so, that were together. So wait, like she is so impressed with that ring. She fucked him for longer than the three minutes. Yes. Oh, well, that's the whole movie, man. They're they're in love. Like he's trying to get her back. Like that's the that that becomes what the movie is in the end. It's a very simple story. Uh, I was just watching all the. The decaps and the But you did know there was a story happening, right? There's some stuff that happens at the end that relates to what happens at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I got the gist of it. Well, I mean, maybe their struggles were not my struggles, Dave. <laughs> they were not. But do, do you feel that I have described the beginning of the film and the beginning of their relationship accurately? Was there anything else that you noticed? Yeah, there were like no fucking Asians in this movie. Not, I don't think one. Yeah. Driving over here, I wondered if that was going to come up. Gee, Dave, I wonder. The show's called Token Fucking Asian. <laughs> Do you... Well, not fucking Asian. Hold on, though. I think there may have been... Asians on catering, I know. <laughs> no, it, so he ends up getting taken to a... 
Real there, were, quick, there were no there were no Asian actors, but the Lumpia was no great. no no. I think there were some Asians in the mutant facility getting worked on. No, they were they were just under stress, so their eyes looked real slanty. And then I have to assume that some of the guys that were fighting, some of the mercenaries, some of the soldiers, they all, a lot of them had helmets and glasses on. But I think some of those guys were Asian too. You're just rationalizing, Dave. Well, they all die. Like every single person dies. So I think I mean. They, maybe they just only wanted to kill white people in this movie. Oh, yeah, we'll go with that. This isn't making your race look any better, but all right. Well, I mean, it's only white people that died. Yeah, but it was only white people that killed. Good point. Okay. Didn't, well, didn't see a whole lot of roving gangs of, say, American Indians. I'm still not 100% sure that there are no... Native Americans, that there That there were no... I, this was a wildly white movie. Come to think of it, I don't know that I can... There was probably a bodyguard that was black that he killed. Like, oh, no, 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 hold on. His roommate was a blind black woman. Oh, yeah, that's not typical. Because there wasn't anything like that in, like, The Matrix. <laughs> well, was that in the comics? No, see, I don't know the Deadpool comics. I don't remember. Okay, Al, Al, his roommate Al that he, met, that he meets at the laundromat. Was black? Yeah. Was he in this movie? It was a woman. Named Al? Yeah, wasn't that her name, Al? Yeah, I don't remember. It could be Allie, Alicia. Algernon. I think that's actually a male name. It's a rat's name, isn't it? Was it a male rat or female rat? I think it's a male rat. Okay, so yeah. Deadpool. <laughs> we saw Deadpool. Okay, he finds out he's got cancer. We see the depth of their relationship and their love and how it's changed. Essentially, I think we're supposed to believe to some degree it's changed both of them. Um, I like them as people. Those two characters, we've seen what they are. One's a prostitute. One's a hitman murderer. And we buy into them as people that we like. It's good storytelling. And it, it's acted by very attractive and charming people. That helps. Yeah, I mean, the guy's even charming when he has all that spackle and shit on his head. Did you think they didn't make Deadpool ugly enough? See, this, this is how I know that I might be a little fucked up, you know, psychologically. At the end, when they were kissing each other, I thought it would make the scene so much better if, like, part of his lip would have fallen off and she would have swallowed it and choked. Like, I thought that would just made the movie. By the way, at the end, where she says something like, I could ride this face. Yeah. She lets him know that she's okay with how he looks because she'll sit on it. Yeah. And then he makes a comment about super penis. Yeah. And, which, and, by the way, was real. That's not you making a joke in this podcast. That's in the movie. Yeah. Which makes me mad because that's a funny joke. And it, should, it shouldn't be made up by someone that good looking. It shouldn't make you mad. It should make you feel there's a place for you. Dude. There's no place for me if Ryan Reynolds is up in the shit. They, they won't even let me near the building. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be real. Or as the kids say, reels. I don't know if the kids say that. Yeah, I don't either. It's not like I hang out at the middle school like fucking Subway Sandwich Boy. So Wade Wilson thinks he's going to die in this movie Deadpool. He thinks he's got cancer. He gets approached by some weirdo who says, hey, we know about your past. We know about the stuff you've done. And we can cure your cancer and give you superpowers. And seeing as how he's going to die and he's from British. cancer. He is? The bad guy? They no, make, yeah, because the, they make light of it at the very beginning during the, the credits. Oh, the yeah, that's the actual British no, villain. That's the bad guy. That's Ajax. Right. That's the actual bad guy that he fights the whole movie. Oh, you're talking about the pedophilia. The guy that he, he calls a pedophile, and then he, yeah. call, he also calls him Agent Smith. Oh, right, right, right. So what ends up happening is he does do it. He does call them, and he goes into this thing, and it's like a mutant factory. They're, they're forcing 
people's bodies to take on mutations in order to make them into super people. Now, was that supposed to be the same place where, like, Cloak and Dagger were made? I don't know about Cloak and Dagger. That's a good question, though. Because isn't that how they came to be? They were, like, the underworld guys put all these drugs in them? All right, so doing a little bit of research on this, Weapon X program was how they made Wolverine. This was called the Weapon Plus program. They never said it in the movie, but in the comics, I guess it's very clear. This is the Uh, Weapons Plus program, which mm -hmm. is like a continuation of the Wolverine program. Yeah, because that one went so well. Right, but it's trying to create mutations rather Mm -hmm. than trying to just... So, yeah. Well, it it went well. No, he killed all the fucking scientists. It didn't go well. (laughs) Yeah, it went well if if you're not a scientist. So, they put Wade Wilson through all of these tests... There's this British guy, and there's this woman who doesn't really talk named Angel Dust. Is that what her name is? Her name is Angel Dust. The character is Angel Dust. She is the woman who, um, she's a fighter in real life. Uh, Giancarlo or something. Oh, Gina Serrano. Gina Serrano. Yeah. yeah. And I thought she was great in this. I really did. And part of the problem was the cleavage. So I wasn't quite sure if her acting was as fantastic as I thought it was. But I was into it. I like the, the, her character always had that little match. I kept expecting she was going to light the match and like have fire powers, but she didn't. She just liked having a match in her mouth. It, it would have been funny if like she lit it by accident and fell in the cleavage and caught her boobs on fire. And then like Colossus had to put him out. What if Matt, if she actually had blue flame abilities? <laughs> Dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> she lit the match and then turned around and could just like fireball people. <laughs> Cause new, here's that, the thing. See, that's what they should have done for the nuke. The little nuke girl. The little nuke girl. By the way, the little nuke girl is Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That's her character name. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. What the hell is Negasonic? Named after the first track on Monster Magnet's album. Oh my god. That's literally where the person that created that character in the comics took the name. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Oh, so she's a real real character. Not an X-Men. But she has been in the comics. I read about... They took... This incredibly obscure character with a totally weird name, I think just so that they could do whatever they wanted because she doesn't have those powers. She's like psychic or something in the comics. And she was like a bad guy. And where does a warhead thing come from? The writer just liked that name of that song and used it. Apparently in the comics, like Kitty Pride makes fun of her name at one point saying like superheroes have run out of names or something like that. Like it's, I just, like I said, I just did some research on the internet. Kitty Pride, yeah. Shadow Cat's an awesome name. Yeah, exactly. Shadow Cat was her name, but Kitty Pride was her. I think that more people think of her as Kitty Pride than Shadow Cat. Hopefully. Great character. One of my favorites of all time. Yeah, but how does she fuck? Like, cause when she stops concentrating and starts having an orgasm, she'd just go right through the guy's dick. No, she has to concentrate in order to phase. She would have to decide to stop. You're saying that you believe she loses control of her power? I don't think that really got covered in the comics. See, someone's got to write that story. Why do you have to give her such a lame power? What do you mean? Do you have to give her such a lame power that it screws up her sex life? Or makes it better. No, I don't think losing control of it and phasing out of existence during sex. No, not phasing out of existence. It's just like the dick pops out. Rogue is bad enough. Can't touch anybody. Yeah, but she Poor can. Mutants. She can wear like a body condom. <laughs> she she'd have to do like that, especially that me. cosplay action. I, not that I've thought about this at all. Are you one of those guys that visits the porn sites that have the people like wet humping uh, inflatable shamus? No, mm. I'm not. Those are some weird people. <laughs> they just had that on Broad City. Wow. <laughs> okay, hold on. Slamu. <laughs> 
No, I like you know how like all of the superhero costumes in the super in the Marvel world, they get their costumes from the Fantastic Four. Right. They get them from Reed Richards. And their unstable molecules. Their unstable molecules so that they can bend and shape. They basically all of the costumes are made specifically for a specific superhero so that it can handle what their superpower well, Spider Man does made his own costume. Yeah, yeah. But the ones that are shapeshifters and phaser and all that stuff. Unstable molecules. Would he not have created a molecule thin sheath for Rogue to allow her to be able to have contact with other people? So thin it felt like wearing nothing at all. Well, either that or just like gave her a big ass dental dam. <laughs> like he just he just couldn't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, look, if I gotta make a condom, I'm gonna have he's to like, roll it, like, I'm listen, gonna have to sew up I one did, side. I did have a lot of time. Here you go. And he just throws her Throw- this like mylar sheet. Yeah. He's just like, sorry, I didn't have enough time to sew up the sides and make you a condom. So I'm imagining Unstable Dental Dam. I'm imagining something that she puts on and when it senses that it's all the way on, it shrinks down to exactly the size of her body, custom fitting everywhere so that nothing can actually come in contact with her skin, but she can still feel through it because it's so thin. Yeah, but once they start fucking, you're going to get you're going to get some uh, pussy air going and then a big bubble. And the next thing you know, an explosion blows her through the window. It is nice that we've gone right from R- Shadow Cat to Rogue. By the way, neither of them in this movie. Yeah, but like we're. We're like thinking our way through this. I don't think a body condom would ro- work for Rogue because it but, would cause an air but, bubble and probably get explosion. But Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards, he could probably come up with a way around that. He probably worked it so that like, like if it totally completely covered her skin at skin level, she would also suffocate. So my assumption is that it works like a two way, like a yep. stuff can get out, nothing can get in. But maybe she, it's like one of those bondage things where it's like the gas mask with the tube on it. <laughs> Have you ever seen those where they they wear these gas masks with a tube on it that goes to the crotch so they can sniff their own shit? No. It looks like uh, they're looking for toxic waste, and I guess in a way they are. That's uh, it's disturbing to me. It wasn't like I dug it. I just saw it. <laughs> Can't unsee that. All right, so let's jump back now. Mr. Fantastic to Rogue to Kitty Pride okay, to Mr. Fan- Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Now, do you- like, I guess Mr. Fantastic could fuck Rogue because he has that real stretchy dick. No, it would still be his skin. She would just become him and he would go into uh, a coma. Well, he could, he could wear a capper, <laughs> like just a shower cap. How old were you the first time you realized watching the Fantastic Four that Reed Richards could stretch his dick as long as he wanted? It had to have been like four. <laughs> <laughs> four years old? Uh well, I mean, I know myself. It's, it's. I can't remember a time when I wasn't thinking about like. <laughs> Did you imagine that like the invisible woman would never be able to like shower in peace because something would constantly come like snaking into the bathroom from the other room? <laughs> I didn't think of that. I, I just thought it, it was like, you know, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah, of having an invisible girl. She's only invisible when she wants to be. Oh, right. Because when she's not invisible, she's what's her name, Jessica Alba. She's Sue Storm. Oh, right. Sister of the flaming guy. Now, how do they address that in the movie? Because I think he was, wasn't the torch black? No, I don't know. They, who, they've made like three or four versions of the movie now. Oh, and okay. this is garbage. And they're about to make another one. They're just going to keep rebooting Fantastic Four and Spider-Man. Fantastic Four doesn't seem to be getting any better. No, they're not doing a good job with it. It may be that that one just doesn't lend itself to being in the film. I, I think if they just put the stretching dick in there, it would... It would break big. 
it may well be that the Fantastic Four needs to be a television show, like a Netflix series, and not a movie. No, it could be a movie with the stretching dick. Or the flaming dick, for that reason. Or the Rocky dick. So, it's, it's clobbering time. It's, <laughs> you didn't know that it was... In truth, Reed Richards is the one that came up with that catchphrase. Yeah, because he was clobbering uh, Sue Storm over the head with his stretchy dick. It was like getting hit in the head by a giant sea cucumber. Why is he hit Because it, it, it was like smacking her with a giant sea cucumber. Why is he smacking her in the head? And, and Thing... Because she kept going invisible. Thing was and he just could, beating on the wall with his rock hands going, Shut up! I'm trying to jerk the rock in here. I'm stroking boulders. Come on. I'm trying to rock the shard. There you go. <laughs> okay. Negasonic. I'm rubbing minerals. Negasonic Teenage Warhead has powers in the movie that she does not have in the comics. She's also dead in the comics. But um, Wow, that's a downer. Yeah, but she's not the same character at all. They basically just did whatever they wanted. So they made her into this like exploding girl who was very powerful and very awesome. Well, why didn't they just have Cannonball in there? Couldn't afford him? They kind of gave her a little bit of Cannonball's it, power. It was totally Cannonball's yeah. power. And she, so she definitely has like a New Mutants kind of vibe to her. Um, she was probably the only... Was she white? She, was, she had some sort of ethnicity in her. Or maybe that was all CGI. I'm not sure. They gave her the ethnic filter. I don't know. She seemed Eastern European. Oh. Um, now... Well, of course, because she's hanging with the Russian dude. Now, the other chick... The, the woman who played Angel Dust, who was the, the she was strong enough to fight Colossus. If you don't know superhero characters in the X-Men, I don't know why you're even still listening to this podcast, but Colossus is a Russian dude that turns into a big metal man. We only see him in metal form in this movie, which actually pissed me off a little bit. I would have liked to have seen Peter become Colossus in the movie. I wouldn't have mind seeing the Colossus Peter myself. <laughs> <laughs> Set up. But on bike. All right. So she's hanging out with him. That was volleyball without the boobs. But Angel Dust is strong enough. She's a strong enough woman to fight Colossus and possibly beat him. And Well, because she nailed him in the nuts. She did. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. She kicks him in the nuts and you actually see his crotch move because she's strong enough to actually nut shot him. By the way, he was also being nice because her outfit had pulled and her breasts had come out. By the way, we get kind of cheated. And we yeah, don't we got see ripped it. off. But it's I think his I think his CGI hand is in the way pointing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you're sweet. And then she kicks him in the nuts it, while they were trying to kill each other. Yeah. If you're going to see like if you're going to show even a little bit of Serrano's titties, at least, you know, give us the full meal deal and throw in the fries. Now, she. She also did not have the powers that her character had in the comics. And in the in her in the comics, that character became a Morlock. I guess I've only read the miniseries and then the New Mutant ones where he was hanging out with um Domino. Right. Well, no, and I'm just talking about in comics in general. And I just checked on these characters. I didn't check on Ajax because I don't care about his character. But like these other characters I wanted to see where they came from. And so mm-hmm. they took characters that were really minor and then put them into different roles. And didn't they tell a joke about that? Because they told a bunch of jokes. Because they couldn't afford any more X-Men? Yes. Once Deadpool becomes Deadpool. So uh, basically, they torture him horribly in the... Let's jump back into the story. He's in the mutant factory now. They say they're going to cure his cancer. This British guy named Ajax. uh, Not not Ajax from the band. Not Ajax from the local... From Last Gasp. From Last Gasp. No. Ajax, this British guy, whose name is Francis, and he gets mad that Ryan Reynolds' character figures out that his name is Francis and he wants him to call him Ajax. He wants him to call him by his superhero name. And Angel Dust are in there and they tell him 
once they have him that we don't make superheroes we make super slaves we're going to fit you're going to get fitted with a collar once you have your mutation and you're going to have to like do whatever the highest bidder wants you to do you're not going to be a hero you're not going to be a good person like you you've made a huge mistake by coming here then they force the mutation. They finally find a way to force the mutation. It tortures him. And the thing that happens, because everybody mutates differently, the thing that happens to Wade Wilson is his body becomes impervious to damage, essentially. He heals the way Wolverine heals. He essentially can't be killed. But it makes him look like Freddy Krueger all over. He's got, like, total pizza body. Pizza face, pizza body. Like, really old, old vagina. I don't think they used that joke in the movie, but they do make a lot of jokes about how he looks. But he also gets told that the guy who forced that mutation knows how to fix him and make him look normal, but he just doesn't want to because he hates him for fucking with him. Because Wade Wilson's character, Ryan, or Ryan Reynolds' character, Wade Wilson, makes jokes all the time and he annoyed this guy. So he says, I'm not going to put you back to normal. I'm going to let you stay like that. So the movie, once Deadpool exists, because then the whole place blows up and he survives because he's got this healing power and he gets out and then he's this horribly mutated guy who discovers that he can't die like out in the world and he starts building his life back but then he doesn't want to go find his ex-girlfriend uh not his ex-girlfriend he doesn't go on to go find his hooker girlfriend who he's in love with because he thinks she won't accept in the way he looks because he's horribly ugly but little does he know that she just cares about the size of his dick because it became a super dick Right, you, we have to assume now it's all scaly and burnt too. Yeah, but that's extra texture. That's like a, that's like a dried skin French tickle. I'm not sure that we do see Deadpool jerking off a couple of times in this movie. Yeah. So I think it's probably pretty functional, and you know we're supposed to believe it's functional. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like he's jerking on a wrinkle or something. At one point, he has he has lost his left hand. His left hand has been cut off and a tiny little baby hand is growing back out because everything grows back. And he tells his roommate she has to leave because his dick is going to feel huge. That's pretty nice. <laughs> the best part, though, is when there's he was butt naked and shriveled and fighting the Ajax guy and uh, something explodes and there's a slow-mo. And as I guess it's all I don't know if it's CGI or what or if it's a chroma key, but he's moving back from the blast in slow motion. You could see his dick. That's what you were looking for. Well, yeah, I mean. It's like, oh, he's nude. I want to see if, you know, if he's got like the crazy, I mean, it was in a shadow because explosion was happening from a, the front. So you could only see his ding dong like in silhouette. Right. Well, that's nice. I'm glad that you caught that. But no, somehow that's, I had missed it. Well, no, but that's cool because usually, you know, they tape the ding dong to the leg or whatever to keep it from flopping and being seen. And Ryan Reynolds committed to this. Either that or they CGI'd a dick onto him. So once. Maybe he was tucking. <laughs> or it could be it could be a CGI stunt dick. So now, once he has the mutation and this and all this this stuff has happened and he's free back in the world, he has become Deadpool. And at this point, he starts breaking the fourth wall and talking directly to the audience. Now, the movie is told out of order, so we see this from the very beginning. A lot of the movie is told in flashback, so it takes half the movie to catch up to where the story just goes forward without flashback. It's Tarantino-esque. And it's it is, and it, it's effective, but what it also does is it masks how simple this story actually is. The story is just the guy gets cancer, he leaves his girlfriend, they fix the cancer, but they do something to his face. He can't go back to the girlfriend because he's ashamed of how he looks. He tries to track down the person who did this to him because that person says he could fix his face. That's the whole story. That doesn't sound very simple. But it's it's just a... He's got this one little selfish thing he's trying to accomplish. Oh, okay. Now, Colossus, 
and Negatonic Teenage Warhead get involved because he's causing trouble. He's killing people. And that's the thing. Deadpool talks to the camera, makes jokes, and brutally murders everyone. And that's fun. <laughs> Oddly, it's kind of sad, but it is fun. And Oh, it was fucking hilarious, dude. It was. like, But that's the thing that... I think people are like feel like they're shocked by how violent this is because it's it's funny, but whatever, that's Deadpool. Well, I, I I think people don't like to be reminded that their emotional side is very much attached to the animal world and it's like, oh, I'm a predator. Ah, help. So Deadpool fails to get the British guy Ajax because Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead intervene. He fails to capture him. To Why aren't get him they to... trying to recruit him for the X-Men? Yes, they keep talking about that, and they keep saying he needs to calm down and quit doing things his way and come. And at one point they say Colossus is dragging him, and he says, I'm going to take you to meet Professor X. And Deadpool says, Stuart or McAvoy? Wait, what does that mean? It's because in the X-Men movies, Professor X has been played by two different actors. When he said that, he was referencing the actors oh. that... Yeah, so he that's that's the thing. Deadpool knows you're watching the movie. Deadpool knows there's fiction. There's different actors that play different characters. All, at one point, he even says the only reason we only see Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead... Because they couldn't Warhead afford the other X-Men. It's because the studio couldn't afford to put more X-Men in the movie. And, and for that's, the... He says that to them. Yeah, and, and also... Uh... Doesn't he put on Hugh Jackman's face on his own? <laughs> There's a couple of Hugh Jackman jokes. You see his sexiest man alive people. And then later in the movie, he has that picture stapled to his own face. Yes. With staples. With actual staples. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a funny movie. So basically, because he's causing trouble for this British guy, Ajax, and his team, they kidnap the ex-girlfriend. And they tell him, we have her. And then they tell him that they're going to put her through the same thing that they put him through. So he goes and he gets Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead and says, you have to come help me. You let him go the first time by trying to capture me. They agree. And the three of them go to an old decommissioned helicarrier, which is from the Avengers movies. It's, uh, I'm sorry for interrupting, but is, has Colossus always been that much of a dork? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was always in the, I mean, it. He he's very very innocent and didn't want to his all his stuff about using your powers for good and oh, right. being like being the the authority one that was going to make everyone do the right thing. That's I think that's very true to Colossus's character. Nutty dude. We don't kill was always Colossus's big thing, like in the eighties X Men comics. But so yes, he, Colossus was that dorky, and so they have this big battle on this thing that looks like an aircraft carrier. But if you pay enough attention, you realize it's a helicarrier. carrier. It's one of the flying aircraft carriers from I, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I never watched any of those Avenger movies. You, so you haven't seen any of the Marvel films that have mm -hmm. come out in this continuous Marvel universe uh, in the last few years. No, the last Marvel movie I saw was the Spider-Man one. That Sam had Raimi? The, mm, it had the dude from that wine-tasting movie, like, being Sandman. Yes, yes. That was, I believe that was... Uh... And the dude from 70s show. Yeah, Venom. you saw Spider-Man 3 with yeah, Toby. That was weird. Yeah, but that, those don't count. Those don't count. No. Oh, so, great. The ones that I spent money and fucking watched don't count. Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Captain America First Avenger, Captain America The Winter Soldier. What about the Hulk where he just kind of wandered around? Nope, not that one. The Avengers, The Avengers 2 Age of Ultron, Thor, and the second Thor movie. I think I've got them all. I think that's... And then now Ant-Man. And those are all of the continuous 
The, all of those characters are essentially the same. Ed Norton gets swapped out for... Man, who's the genius that came up with Ant-Man? I don't know. He's an early, early Marvel character. Yeah, I know that. But, I mean, make a movie about Ant-Man? It was a good movie. Was it? Every single movie that I just mentioned was good. The weakest one is still better than most superhero movies used to be. Like, those are all good movies. They're all made with the same creative team, all working together. Or at least people, even if there's different studios, they all kind of played nice. X-Men... Fantastic Four and Spider-Man are all outside of that world. They're owned. They, they don't really play nice. Apparently, in the new, uh, in, how- the, in the new movies, they're going to allow Spider-Man in again. Like, so there aren't mutants. They don't even say the word mutant in those movies because mutant is owned by 20th Century Fox, who does the X-Men movies. Now, how come they were able to have Colossus and Deadpool? Because that's an official Marvel movie. No. This is the trick to this. Oh, God. Deadpool is part of the X-Men universe. Right. So Mutant and all that is owned by Fox and they can do it. They couldn't put all that Avengers stuff in Deadpool. So essentially, the helicarrier is, if anyone wanted to argue that that was a helicarrier, that they're not supposed to have the rights to use that, they could have just said it was an aircraft carrier with some shit stacked up. It wasn't a helicarrier. Okay. They're not supposed to have the right to use certain things. And that was crossing over. But maybe kind of the point is that all these studios are beginning to kind of let the other studios use their stuff. Then how could they have Colossus in the movie? Colossus is X-Men. Deadpool is X-Men. Oh. The mutant. So all mutant storylines are owned by 20th Century Fox and the microverse. I mean, even Stan Lee was in that movie. Stan Lee is in all the Marvel movies. Yeah. No matter, cause, so Marvel sold their properties to multiple different studios piecemeal years and years ago. Well, then what's so all the X Men aren't really X Men movies, according to? No, they are. What do, What do you mean by that? The X Men aren't. Are X-Men. those official Marvel ones? Marvel Studios is involved. See, with... this is why I don't fucking watch these movies. It's too goddamn fucking complicated. It is complicated. So okay, and and if you watch one, you gotta watch them all. God, I can't even imagine. So that. technically, the Hulk, Captain America, you forgot him. The Captain America, those two Captain America movies are fantastic. Oh, are they? And there's Civil War is coming out and it's going to be good too. Yeah, no, they're good movies, man. Like all of these. So the continuous Marvel universe, <sighs> mm-hmm. the ones that are all interconnected are the ones that when I gave you that list of films, the Hulk shouldn't actually be in there, but whoever it is, and I don't know, I could do the research, but I'm not going to do it right now. Whatever studio owns the Hulk is essentially playing nice with Marvel and letting them use him in their movies. So they could do the Avengers. But but they can't do a Hulk movie. Yeah, they did one, but it wasn't technically part of this continuous Marvel Universe. It was right at the beginning, and it was Ed Norton played the Hulk, but now the Hulk is played by... Eric Banya. No, Eric Banya isn't... Those movies are not part of this. Oh, God. (laughs) Fuck this Marvel movie shit. So the best thing would be if everyone just quit being jerks, and they all just realize that they should be making these movies the way the comic books yeah, are made is that they cor- all exist in the same universe. <laughs> that's what corporate movie guys do. They play nice. Well, when they have played well together, they've made good movies. That's the thing. These Marvel movies, the continuous universe films. Oh, and Guardians of the Galaxy is also part of the continuous oh, right. universe. Um, I haven't seen that one either. It's actually quite good. They have, yeah, they are really, they're knocking it out of the park the way they did with comics in the eighties, man. They're just, they're really like doing a good job. So well, by in my opinion, comics in the '80s because that's when I got into reading them. Do you think George Lucas is going to do a CGI version of Howard the Duck, like just like redo it with the CGI Howard the Duck? Matt Howard the Duck is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, 
So does that mean yes or no? No, I don't know. I don't think there'll be a Howard the Duck movie, but it's in the no, little I, thing after the credits. Right, but I mean, do you think Lucas will, because I think he directed that monstrosity, so I, you know, he has the rights to it. <laughs> like, do If it, he still does, they might have, the rights might have reverted back to Marvel. Yeah. The the trick is the way I've heard it. I don't know if this is one hundred percent true, but the reason why they have to keep making these X Men movies and these Spider Man movies and these Fantastic Four movies is if they don't make a movie in a certain amount of time, the rights revert back to the original owner, um, which is Marvel, which now has Marvel Studios, which now can actually make their own awesome films. So they work in conjunction with all these different franchises, but stuff like that Fantastic Four that just came out that doesn't take place in the Avengers universe. Oh, that's a separate. And unequal. Yes. However, the television shows Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, Daredevil on Netflix, and now this other one, Jessica Jones, those all do take place in the same place. Now, as is the, the Netflix Daredevil any better than the movies? Yeah, it's really, really good. And part of what's going on in the Netflix Daredevil is that it takes place in New York, and there's all these contractors who are trying to get the money that comes in off of all the rebuilding. So it's, it takes place at a city level, right? There's all this money flying around because it's rebuilding the city after the events of the Avengers. So it play, like the movies play right into the series. Oh, uh-huh. It's cool. It's very cool. So Deadpool ends with a great big battle. A whole bunch of people get killed. Deadpool saves the day. Colossus uh, tries to stop him from murdering the main bad guy, Ajax. I think the one of the best shots, though, was kind of in the first, is it the first third, where he shoots three guys in a row through the head. Yes, he... That was pretty funny. In the the first battle we see him in, he says he only has 12 bullets. Because that's exactly what I thought when he said he was down to the last bullet. I go, just shoot all three. Just shoot all three of them. Yes. And that had been given away earlier in a a trailer, which was too bad. I never saw the trailer. Perfect then. Because I thought the exact same thing right as it happened. I go, man, these guys are going to need to get shot. You know, shoot all three of them. Yeah, he flips to the side so their heads line up and pulls the trigger and the bullet headshots all three of them. Yeah, what's the funniest part, though, is it's as if the bullet's coming toward you and they're all lined up. <laughs> so it's like you get to see the bullet go through each head. Now, see, I love the way you said that. You get to see it. In real life, that's a horrible, horrible thing. But in the context of that movie, it is a cheerful moment. Yeah, because it, when it's movie violence, all that shit is is blood fireworks anyway. Yeah. Bigger the fireworks, the more you get to see, the better the show. So at the end of the day, Deadpool saves the day, saves the girl. She doesn't understand. She's mad at him because he was gone for a couple of years and she didn't know why. And then he explains and she sees his face. And then we don't. There's a moment where you think she's completely bummed on him. And then she makes a joke with him. And then she says she will write his face. And that's the and that's the happy ending. Of the, the one movie. thing I would... the happy ending of the movie is she says she'll fuck him basically. Well, oh, I thought the happy ending was when he said he had a super penis. Yeah, that's part of it. That, that's essentially part of it. But that's, it's... I mean, I'd rather get a super penis than just, you know, one girl. Well, the... Because if you, if you had a super... the girl. That's oh. the whole point of this movie. Oh, okay. She is the girl. I was girl. just going to say, if you had a super penis, you could have multiple. And the other cool thing is that after he murders Ajax by shooting him in the head... Ajax tells him, by the way, at the end of the movie, and this is the last spoiler, uh, Deadpool has him. It's the end of the battle. He has him, you know, and he says, you're going to come fix my face. And Ajax laughs and says, are you the only person that actually believed I wasn't just fucking with you? Like, that's not possible. 
And then Deadpool says, why would you tell me the only thing that was keeping you alive? Like, it was, wasn't true. And he pulls out a gun, the last gun that he has, and he puts up the guy's head. Colossus comes over and starts giving him a speech about how you have to save your, you have to leave your enemy alive. Right. There are four or five mm-hmm. great moments in life. And while Colossus is talking, Deadpool just pulls the trigger and blows the guy's brains out, which makes Colossus puke. All of which that, is pretty awesome. That was pretty good. And really, one of the other big moments of the film is right after that, Negasonic Teenage Warhead tells Deadpool she thinks he's pretty cool. Oh, she's right. been this like disaffected teenage girl on her phone, totally keeps making fun of him for making Deadpool makes comic references and Negasonic Teenage Warhead is like, how old are you? She keeps making fun of him for being old right. and referencing things that, you know, no one her age would understand, which is true. And in the end, she says, you're cool. And he's like, takes that as a huge compliment. And that's basically the end of the movie. Wow. She, she ripped off the title of my record. Yeah, She really did. Didn't she? <laughs> she actually says her last line in the movie is you're cool. Yeah. Which is the title of the second 107 LP. I need to call my lawyers. <laughs> nah, I just need to be thrilled. And then, oh, I'm sorry. I'm thrilled. <laughs> so then we wait all the way through the end of the film. Thank you, Megasonic Ninja Chick or whatever. Nega. Negasonic with an N. That's a little racist. Negasonic. No. N-E-G-A. Nega. Okay. <laughs> Negasonic. Teenage Warhead. I'm just assuming since you're Caucasian, you would you would know all these facts about racism. So I'll go with that. Uh, winding down to the end of this podcast the way we are and winding down to the movie, I said, hey, we have to stay past the credits to see if there's anything. If there's oh, end shit. credits. And what end credit does he do? And then it was an exact. Oh, spoiler alert. It was the exact copy of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, he comes out with the robe. Why are you still here? Like, it might have even been the same set. Which actually made me realize that Ferris Bueller's Day Off may have been the first movie that did that after credits thing. It was because they made a big deal out of it. So they've been making a big deal that all these Marvel movies now have those that connect up to the next film. Oh, or uh-huh. they connect to other films. Like there's one that connects to Thor. Yeah, because he end makes that this. joke about Deadpool too. Yes, and that it's going to have cable. It's going to have cable in it. But they don't have the actor to play cable. Do we know anyone that has a who's muscly and has a crew cut? Maybe Dolph Lundgren <laughs> will do it or something like that. Oh, he even uh, Mel Gibson. He said, "Yeah, Mel Gibson or Dolph Lundgren." <laughs> okay, so now that we've talked about the movie. You said something on the way out of the film that not see. I think people have listened to this podcast. They'll understand that you don't really know a lot about what's been going on with these films and a lot about kind of what's been going on in the media surrounding these films. No, I don't. I don't follow any of that shit. I'm too busy watching ancient aliens on the way on the way out of the theater. It's aliens, people. Fuck. Okay. anyway, on the the way out of the theater, you said we were talking about the fact that this movie had made so much money and broke records and how the idea that they could make a a hard R film was now acceptable. And you said, yeah, and I'm paraphrasing you. You said, yeah, but in the wrong hands, that's not going to work. Yeah, because it's very obvious that one or two friends or at least one or two people that knew each other pretty well wrote the script. Like it's from one point of view, like the humor is consistent. The action is consistent. Everything's consistent throughout. But what they do is they try make a film like Deadpool and then you end up with someone who doesn't know the material well enough to make it consistent. You know, there'll be, oh, a scene where someone will get their arm cut off or, you know, we want this scene, this scene, because that's how corporate people think. We want this, 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 this in our film. Therefore, the end will get this, 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 this kind of money. They think of it in terms of percentage of elements rather than a whole artistic piece. Yeah. 
And and they uh and this is a big failing on these kind of people, which is they think that they can get an idea and split it up among a group. They can split everything up into a group and have each group split up into another group and you know, so they're the only people that know what's going on. So you keep it's a corporate way of doing things. So if someone fucks up on you, you can fire me immediately and doesn't affect the project. That's why they split the job up into so many pieces. But the problem is when you do that to something that's been written by one or two people, it it will lose all of its consistency. Right. You need a creative team with a collected vision. Yeah. And yeah. but corporate people don't think like that. That they, they you know if it's any vision, it's some guy who doesn't even watch movies. It's a guy who pushes well, the, money around the funny thing is and i don't know names on this but the whole reason deadpool even got made was because the guy who was heading up fox studio who didn't want deadpool to get made um finally retired or moved on or was pushed out or something and then deadpool basically got greenlit right after he was gone so someone had been not making deadpool on purpose because they didn't want to well and didn't they fuck up the first time they tried to make him there is and this gets made fun of in the movie the first Deadpool oh, is, is that in the reference to sewing up. Your yes, X Men yeah. Origins Wolverine has Deadpool in it, played by Ryan Reynolds, because that's how much he loves Deadpool. He tried for the the role that time, got it. Plays the character actually when he's Wade Wilson, kind of the same, hmm. pretty pretty similar, a little bit younger, a few years ago. But then in that version, but there's no costume or anything. Is there's there? no costume in that version. His body is imbued with all these different. He's a teleporter with adamantium swords in his arms, and he has Cyclops is a laser vision. Like he what all the these fuck does that that they just they made him a they, they pooled the mutant abilities of the dead. That's dead. God, who thought of that monkey crap? Some idiot. So so the thing is, and then he gets killed um, in that. But um, he also like they sewed up his mouth because the person who runs the program hates him earlier in the movie because of how much he talks shit. So they sewed up his mouth to improve him. So when they when the guy says to Wade Wilson in this Deadpool, maybe I'll sew up your mouth. And Ryan Reynolds character says or Wade Wilson says that would be a big mistake. No. Right. And there's also a moment where Ryan Reynolds character picks up the Deadpool action figure from X-Men Origins Wolverine. And he's moving it, and you think he's going to show it to the camera, and then he turns out that he's showing his Wham record. Remember that? I kind of do. The fi- at the very beginning of that shot, he's picking up his own action figure from the shitty version of Deadpool. Oh, I bet that's worth a lot of money, man. It probably is. Because he probably went out and bought all of them so he could throw them out. Yeah, they did a real bit. You know, and I when you're a guy like that, and you're in your you're earlier in your career and you're fucking you don't, Scarlett Johansson. You, you don't, he might've been, he might've been more Sutton back then, but, um, fucking God. <laughs> she's God in the, in the Kevin Smith universe. I know. That's why I said fucking God. Yeah. Uh, ironic. Don't you think? She, uh, yeah. Not you right. can't, it's not like you can say, Hey, I don't like what's being done with my character. Like, I'm, they, they probably rewrote Deadpool. They probably did all this shit. He probably was just looking for his opportunity to Go back to, to your play. trailer, six-pack. Let, the, let yeah. the big boys write. Yeah, cash your fucking check and shut up. So he was involved. He was heavily involved in getting this Deadpool uh, movie made. The reason this movie got made is there had been some footage that had been made that was essentially like fan footage, right? Like effects footage of Deadpool, a CGI Deadpool, but with Ryan Reynolds' voice basically jumping off of a freeway bridge into a vehicle and killing everyone inside. It was similar to what was in the movie and that footage got leaked. And so in the last week or so on some talk show, he said he was 70% sure that he was not the person that leaked the footage originally. 
So basically, <laughs> in order to get Akira live act, decent live action movie made, I need to go out, put on a t-shirt and a red cape, and you know, smash a car. Yes, you need to go. To, well, I don't. And, I don't even spike know up what my you hair, would do. And spike up my hair real high and go Canada. You don't want to be the guy on the motorcycle, or that guy. But he. They are going to screw up Akira if they make it. Yeah. Not if they hired all Asians, but they're never going to do that. Oh, Americans wouldn't watch a movie with an all Asian cast. They would if they were all of CGI. They would. Yeah, which is why what? Which is why no one wants to watch a uh, uh, battle royale. Is oh. that why no one wants to watch The Killer or Hard Boiled? Does no one want to watch Hard Boiled? No, people want to watch those movies. People don't want to watch the bullshit movies they make with white people once they come over to the U.S. Though. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> don't don't really need to see Van Damme and John Woo movie. And you, honestly, Van Damme in the best of the bad John Woo movies. That mo- Hard Target is the best John Woo film that he made in the United States. Yeah, Broken Arrow was kind of a stinker. They're not even they, you don't get you're not getting the movies that 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 whole ballet with bullets, that whole when, masses when, of people when, getting shot in white clothing so the blood will look cooler. All of that stuff in those killer Hong Kong films. Why aren't those here? Why why weren't those things happening here when once he came to the US? Because the white the white shirts don't show off my pecs and my six-pack. Um no, uh wasn't John Woo's last movie like about the Navajo code? Code talkers. Oh, well, he may have made something since then, but he did. Yeah. I didn't see that movie. I didn't. Either. At least it had guns in it. I mean, I assume he did the action well, but yeah, I don't think there were any eighty-person shootouts in the on the uh, reservation, though. The Killer and Hard Boiled are works of art that are just almost unrivaled. Oh yeah. All right, so I think we're done with Deadpool. Oh no, no, I want look at like, what you were saying though. You're not the only person to have said that. Your your take on the corporate side of it, I think, is a little different than what people have said. But the whole idea that not every movie needs to have these hard R elements in them. You can't just add a few and change the tone of the movie. The guy that's making that made Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, who's making Guardians of the Galaxy 2, he wrote an article about that just recently that that was the whole gist of. That, like... A movie should be what the movie is. I'm paraphrasing it, and I haven't even read the whole article, so I may not even be saying it right. But the the gist of it is that you make the movie that you make, and it should be what it is. If a movie should be like Deadpool, it should be like Deadpool. But you don't try to take something like Guardians of the Galaxy and make it like Deadpool. But you know they're they're going to do that, which is a huge mistake. That's the wrong takeaway. Yeah, but from I, Deadpool. But that's what Hollywood does. They get the wrong takeaway, and they make uh, they make a Nightmare on Street Dream Warriors. <laughs> Which I actually did enjoy. So, come Dude, on. Dude, a person gets killed by syringes. Yeah. Freddy with syringes on his fingers. Freddy with syringes on his fingers in Dream Warriors. Yeah. The only yeah. reason I think I like Dream Warriors is because it, of the song. I know. Dream Warriors. Because of Dawkins. Dawkins. No, it's because what is it? Is Dream Warriors three or four? I thought it was three. Okay. So if you take Nightmare on Elm Street or maybe two, it was four. I can't. Remember. If you take Nightmare on Elm Street two out of the story, right? And you go Nightmare on Elm Street 1, 3, and 4. Those movies actually make a completed storyline. Wait, what exp- was 2? 2, he like shows up at a birthday party and there's a canary that explodes. It's just it's just the next people that moved into the house. It was like it was as if Freddy was just fucking with the people in the neighborhood and not and and in the house and not connected to the people who actually killed him which is the real lore of the story the parents killed freddy remember oh right and so 
in the it basically it's the children of the Elm Street family that he's punishing. Mm-hmm. And then in the basically, I think by the fourth movie, the main girl gets told the girl from the first movie gets told you have to unearth his bones like and they have to be like buried properly so he'll rest. So essentially, by the end of the fourth movie, all of the like things that should have made yeah, but at one the point story... wasn't didn't a baby Freddy come out of something or something weird? Probably. I mean, I don't know. Mm. Who cares at that point? Okay, Deadpool. The next movie it's supposed to affect is going to be the next Wolverine movie, which kind of makes sense. A Wolverine movie should be more violent than the Wolverine movies have been. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, Wolverine's been pretty much a pussy. It's not. Well, oh, I got to be more PC. Hold on, cut that. Yeah, he's. Oh, fuck it. Just go with pussy. Yeah, no, it's not that I'm worried that you said Wolverine's been a pussy. He says they don't show blood coming off his claws, essentially. Not as much. They just very little. Wolverine has sharp claws and he kills people. Now, do you think that's because he is moving so fast the blood just flies off at high velocity? No, it's just... They just had to be... It's a superhero movie. He can't be that vicious, you know? Well, I mean, especially when he's fighting people with swords, it should be like those old... Samurai movies, I mean, there should be fountains of blood. Totally. And, like, I mean, they should put the Wolverine-Hulk fight in one of these movies and and have it be as awful and, and gruesome and, as it is. And have all the bystanders wearing nothing but white. Wearing raincoats and plastic tarps like it's a Gallagher show. Or, like, yeah, or like they're scientists. It, happen, you know, it happens in an underground bunker with a bunch of scientists wearing all white. <laughs> Intel. It, it happens at so, the Intel building. So, Matt, I think it shouldn't affect... The continuous Marvel Universe movies that are happening right now, it doesn't need to. Deadpool 2 can be just fucked up like Deadpool 1 was, but Deadpool 2 will probably be like what Kick-Ass 2 was compared to Kick-Ass 1, but that's all right. I, I haven't seen either of those. You need to see Kick-Ass. Why is there penetration? Almost. No, Kick-Ass is a great movie. It, it really is. Um, and it's rated R. So th- it's a superhero f- movie F a comic rated R. I don't know why people are saying this Deadpool is the only first one. And maybe I'm wrong about that. Deadpool is... No, I don't think that's true. No, because The Crow was rated R, too. Yeah. But for the most part, comic book movies are not rated R. At least not comic book superhero movies. Heavy Metal. That's not a superhero movie. Hey, man, that dude had pretty big dick, according to the movie. <laughs> Dan? Kick-Ass was rated R. Kick-Ass uh-huh. is very, very violent. Um, it's... Matt, Kick-Ass is a movie you'd love. All right. I all honestly right. believe. Uh, but Kick-Ass 2, people had a lot more problems with. I Whatever. It is what it is. Deadpool could suffer. Maybe they'll do a good job with that. I hope they do, but they don't it, need to make... You know what would be awesome? If they made Deadpool 2 and, and have Cable be played by Gary Busey. How fucking genius would that be? A little old, though, isn't he? Cable's pretty old. He had white fucking hair. Yeah. He's going to have to be... There's a perfect actor out there for, for Yeah, cable. Gary Busey. Can you imagine Gary Busey with those fucking mule teeth being Cable? Gary Busey in like 1990... Or 1988, maybe. Uh, mocap his ass and stick him on the computer Gary Busey saying Deadpool is a surfer I'm gonna need God what was it that holiday cause it's Elvis's birthday oh uh-huh. wait a minute that's DC Cab DC Cab, Cab. <laughs> I know DC Cab required viewing if you work for Black Crown Car Service where everybody's crowning <laughs> uh, okay here so here's where I'll put the uh, that last Black Crown ad we made right here so, Matt, you don't drive, right? Nope. And I know you've had to use car services in the past to get places. Let's just come out and say it, Dave, to pick up weed. Well, okay. Maybe that makes sense, considering all things. But 
you know, we use blackcrowncar.com whenever we can. Not to pick up weed. See, I'm trying to For whatever reason, look good. you know, our friend Soto, he owns Black Crown Car. It's a great company. But prior to that, prior to knowing about that, you had at least one experience with a driver of another car service that was um, hopefully different than the kinds of experiences other people have. What was it? So I'm sitting in the back of this cab, and I keep hearing this clicking noise. Not sure what it is. I'm thinking, oh, it might be the radio, but it wasn't from there. And I look up where he's driving, grabs down his pants and pulls, and it rips his pants so, like, I can see everything. And he puts his hand into his ass, and he pulls, and out comes this plastic snake. It just kind of glistened, and he goes, do you want to meet Khan? You're telling me that the driver of your taxi had a plastic snake in his ass. Just so we're clear, he, when he said, do you want to meet Khan, his name wasn't Khan. He, he was talking about the snake? I assume so, because he didn't face me. He just aimed the snake's head toward me. Is it safe to say that when you thought you were just getting a ride, that you didn't expect to have to deal with a driver with toys up his ass? I didn't wake up in the morning and go, you know what I'm going to see today? I'm going to see a snake come out of a guy's ass. Well, I'm here to tell you, Matt, that that sort of thing will not happen with Black Crown Car. At BlackCrownCar.com, their drivers are professional. Snakeless asses. Guaranteed. Wow, that's a tall order, Dave. I don't think I quite believe you. It's not a tall order. It's a simple order. Download the app from their website, blackcrowncar.com. Get it on your mobile device. They'll come get you. They'll drop you off. And you won't see the driver's asshole. Right here, Dave? No, it's, it's over now. We just played. Or here. How about over here? No, now you're marking spots <laughs> I don't have anything to put in. Put it here, Dave. Uh, How now, about here? Now it's getting weird and sounding like oh, okay. something else altogether. Penetrate my anal cavity. Some stuff gets cut out of these episodes. No, okay, so listen. Sweet, sweet vagina. We are done. Already, Dave? Yeah. We're not doing the other segments of a normal token Asian episode. We're see, just talking a, about Deadpool. Well, see, this was actually... All we talked about today was, was Deadpool. This was actually a lot more pleasant than talking about, like, white slights and shit, because, like, I still feel weird about white slights, because, you know, I'm an Asian guy talking about white people, and I don't want to add to the trauma. Matt, I, I told someone that I had never met before, they asked about my podcast. I told them I did two podcasts. I explained the first one. I've known you too long. And then I explained the token Asian. They thought that was amusing. They laughed a little bit. I explained the segments. When I told them that we did a segment called White Slights, they laughed out loud unexpectedly. People actually, some people really enjoy it. So it, it's okay. But well, we're see, not doing see, one you, this episode. You, you know why? We'll do it's, white it's because, slights You know why time. they like white slights? It's because, oh, I now have a reason to be angry at Yellow Man. No, totally wrong. It's just funny. Funny is funny, man. All right. We're searching for that term to even everything out. I don't know. Honky donkey? No, no, we're not doing white, we're not doing white slights. We're not going through the yellow lens. No one's asking you any questions other than me. This is a special this is a Deadpool special. Every Oh, a very couple, special edition. A very special. It's not very special. You didn't get touched inappropriately. Or or fuck the fat girl named Natalie. <laughs> None of these things happened. That was facts of life, by the way. Right. Remember when Natalie had that gift that she was going to give to uh, like Davy Jones? No, his name was Snake. 
The guy that she fucked was Snake. <laughs> no, no, no. They were going to a uh, um, a concert, and they, they, she was going to give the gift to whoever the rock star was. Oh man, she's going to give her hymen Davy Jones. No, and then they took the they took the gift and they put it in the shower and they ruined it because they thought it could be a bomb. Natalie got. Natalie I don't had, even remember that one. Maybe it was Tootie. It, I don't was, know. was it their anti-terrorist someone. show or it something? It might have been. Yeah, it was just another way one of those girls got fucked over. Man, I'm surprised that none of them went lesbian. <laughs> Matt, we're done. Until next time. Take us out, Matt. Pubic trails to you before we meet again. Shave sniz is the way to go out smiling. Okay, hold on. Pubic trails to you. <laughs> I thought actually, okay, that's that's kind of good. I didn't really understand the rest of the... Yeah, I, I kind of petered out as it were. Pubic trails to you. It, that that works at the beginning. It's like a like a Weird Al style thing you got going. There. Oh man, I don't want to be that guy. Weird Al's cool. Dave, he's the new band leader on Comedy Bang Bang, the TV show. Oh well, I stand corrected because I've never seen that fucking show, Dave. I know we're gonna get we're gonna slowly get you up to speed with all the good shit in the world because it's all gonna reveal to you that there is a place for you. Oh, that's a bunch of shit. Because I I make everybody uncomfortable, Dave. That doesn't mean. That you can't also make them laugh. Well, no, they laugh uncomfortably. Okay. I just need to figure out how to make that transform into money. Eh, I don't know if that's possible, but, you know, one thing at a time. Well, at least you're truthful, Dave. That's what I admire about you. You're upfront about things. Well, Matt, you're fucked. I'm doing all kinds of shit that doesn't make money. That's true, Dave. In fact, one might say you're very good at not making money. If I have one great talent. It's to not make money. Yes. How did I get involved in this? <laughs> How did I get roped into... Man, <laughs> I'm not thinking clearly. It must be the weed. Must be the weed. Oh, it is, Dave. It is. And it's good. This podcast is a product of the Nobody's Knows Podcast Network. Executive producers, David R. Larson and K. Drake Streetman. Music for this episode provided by The Hit from the record Shermer, Illinois. Next time on The Token Asian. Okay, this is a call out to every Asian out there. There are too many fucking jades, so cut it out. Just stop naming your girls Jade. That's a cool name, though. It's not a cool name. Not See, when they're the... all porn stars. Okay, but you're assuming that the porn stars use their real names. They don't? If I was making it, there'd be an ass hugger. So it, it'd wait, be... you want it to implant from the other end? <laughs> yeah. In your version. The... Okay, wait a minute. So that's really interesting. So they call it the butt face hugger. hugger, but it's not a real... Face hugger. Do you believe that the face hugger alien would have actually been able to implant through any orifice that it had encountered? I mean, do you see any reason why it wouldn't? I can't explain my brain sometimes.
and this is where we need to work together because the only problem I have with Sagan Baggins is that it should be Sago Baggins. Sago Baggins? Yeah, because they have an O. Frodo, Bilbo, Sago. Oh, okay. I, I meant Sago Baggins. I was Sagan Baggins is like a scrotum. Sure. You know, it's, it's, it, I can imagine. You want it to be like a predator finally like springing on its prey? Yeah, kind of like the predator and the alien, you know, headbutting each other. Okay, just to clarify, that's what you want your romantic encounters to be like. Well, without the four teeth, maybe. The four teeth on the predator. Yeah. And the other parts on the alien. Is the alien the penis? Well, duh. Okay. I mean, what do you... Look at it. It's a dick. It's a dick on a neck. Dick a neck. I can't explain my brain sometimes. <laughs>